na pa 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 it's frown town. Oh, no, that's uh, trademark infringement. We're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Over burgers and fries. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm you know, sure the, that I'm sure I don't have the right key. You know, I'm sure it's it's that, free stop. advertising. Come stop on. That. First of all, there's not a key for McDonald's advertising. <laughs> <laughs> stop that. There's there is not a person with a piano sitting around like, okay, hold on. Da da da. I don't know. No, I haven't. No. I, da da da. da no. Da 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 da. Yes, that's it. I don't think that happened. I don't think anyone had a piano for that. <laughs> I don't believe it. I don't. I refuse. Um, that's not the point, though. Uh, we do this every time. I said I wasn't going to do it this we time. Do. I did it again. It's okay. Uh, I'm Jay Jones. And I'm V Chatty. What's up? Yep. And this is Frown Town. And the best part about this is we have a guest today. Yeah. Heck yeah. I, was, I paused for applause and then I realized that this is recorded. So. <laughs> 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 I stopped and I was like, oh, that's right. There's not an audience. Um, you, you've been getting back. You've been hitting hitting, uh, hitting those I've mics, been a host, hitting those yeah, shows again. I, I've been a host on a show for a little too long. Um, <laughs> our guest is a wonderful singer, um, an incredible burlesque performer, and a great MC. Uh, I've had a chance to see him perform before, and he's amazing. I'm Has excited to have him on the show. Christmas show ever. Yes, um, and undoubtedly, and he didn't want me to say this, famous all over Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe internationally known. Uh, please, please, if you are at home right now, we can hear it. Put your hands together for Emperor Fabulous. Yay! Hi! <laughs> I feel like you're mad at me now. <laughs> like, like, internationally famous. You're just um, like, no. God damn you, Jay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've internationally traveled. Okay. I like it. Yes. No, that counts. Internationally naked? <laughs> also counts. Yep. I think that that's something that we don't give enough credit to for traveling. How many places have you really been naked in? Like, I, I've only got oh, like, God. I think I only have like three countries. I got three countries for <laughs> um, sure. Mexico for sure. And that's not like a shot at Mexico. It's just I had a tub on my balcony. So, of course, I was naked in that. Uh, <laughs> Korea for sure because I lived there. So, many times naked there. And then uh, here for sure naked. But I don't think I've had I haven't really. Like, it's only three countries. It's actually kind of sad. I need I need more countries that I was naked in, right? Yeah. Everybody does, don't they? Yeah, well, I yes. mean, you can What's just this? keep doing that until you're dead. I personally, I mean, I haven't <laughs> been naked in that many countries. But, uh I've, I, I I tend to think of the states as each individual. That's a new thing to conquer. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, we're getting that way. Each state is becoming its own little ecosystem. <laughs> <laughs> it's got its own rules, its own laws. Maybe you can get an abortion here. Maybe you can't. Maybe you can, get married. Maybe you can be married interracially here. Maybe you can't. Let's find out. It's, uh, Let's uh, it's, put it to the test. Uh, yes. Well, so I was excited. I asked Emperor, uh, you know, are there any laws or um, things like anything on the uh, anything legislative that is interesting to you, and he was like illegal bingo gambling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm just curious, like, so I know that you're this is something you you came by as you're interested in it because you are a burlesque performer, and it turns out that I didn't know this because I've done raffles and I've helped out with bingo. I didn't know that those were considered gambling. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because even, like, I know that some people are like, oh, well, I could see how a 50-50 uh, raffle could be considered gambling, because it's like, yeah, there's money. Um, but, yeah, it doesn't matter if you're raffling off money or, like, prizes. Um, prizes oh, so like, it, or raffling off a dildo? Tissue paper. Like, I was yeah. still... Still gambling. Ili- yeah. Yeah. Technically, Chuck yep. E. Cheese is. <laughs> I mean, if you, I know Rocco doesn't agree, but technically, Chuck E. Cheese is gambling. They're, technically, it is gambling. I I know this, and this is a weird aside, but the reason I know uh, that raffle is raffling is gambling <laughs> is that when I was a when I was a Jehovah's Witness, I wasn't allowed <laughs> to participate in raffles because it was it was considered gambling for us. Oh. Raffling and bingo, yeah, bingo as well. Like we weren't like you could not play bingo, you could not play a raffle. It was like See, my church had sin. bingo, so I'm like, if the church is the church yeah. has it, so well, you know, Joe's witnesses are <laughs> extra concerned about being pure. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but at at Chuck E. Cheese, though, isn't don't you get tickets yeah. when you're playing a game? Give it money, 
You get you give the game money, you get tickets. Yeah, but if you suck at the game, you don't get, you tickets. Don't get tickets. Yeah, but if you uh. suck at gambling, you don't get you don't get your. Uh. <laughs> yeah, gambling isn't the idea that gambling is pure chance, where the I games think, are skill. So here's why I think Chuck E. Cheese works, and I this is just all speculation. I think it works because it's a ticket exchange program, as opposed to you're playing for mm. that item, right? So yeah. like I think when you go to like a carnival or a fair and you are actually playing the games for an item, I think those get by because they're traveling and you can't pin them down. And it's just like, <laughs> we're going to be in another state next month. So it's just like, whatever. But I, I truly feel... What, what about amusement Yeah, parks? what about yeah. like Six Flags? I No clue. I don't know. That's I don't know. And I, I truly don't understand. And you said you did research. I did. There's no, there's no, there's no a, hard hitting Six big, Flags expose. <laughs> it's such a big topic. And that's the thing is like... Tonight on Dateline. <laughs> there, there are literally so many things that until I started researching this topic, I just didn't realize were even gambling. Like, I didn't even think about it. Because I knew about... <laughs> I knew about the online gambling. Gambling's I had heard about that. I've I've generally the only time I've ever been in an actual casino, uh-huh. it was New Orleans, and I was wearing basically just a jock strap and okay. I was very inebriated. I spent twenty someone gave me twenty dollars to play some video thing and I lost it all immediately and I've just nice. never <laughs> Just went max bet immediately. You're like, I, you know what? Twenty dollar bet. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, just I, I <laughs> spin it. <laughs> I just don't. It's not a thing. But now I'm realizing that I actually have gambled yeah. more than that because okay, multiple um, laws. Yeah. I mean, did you Emperor when you were doing these shows and stuff? And dealing with this, was this something that you knew initially that like bingo is gambling, or is that something you had to find out? Um, that was something I had to find out. Mm. Like, like through the grapevine of other performers and other producers, and we we're like, "What? That's crazy!" Wait, seriously? Oh, I guess that makes sense. That may oh, but also, you know, you know, are, are is the gambling commission gonna be at the rendezvous on? <laughs> A Friday night. Well, I mean, <laughs> probably not. Probably not. <laughs> That's, now, now, now that we've tipped them off, maybe. Uh, no, but to your point, I, I just, I'm surprised. I thought everyone knew that this was, like, does this not strike anyone's gambling? Why do we not think of bingo as gambling? Well, because it's gambling. When I think about gambling, I think okay. about, like, Ocean's Eleven, and I know so that's te- heist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I think about like I think about oh like casinos, Las Vegas. And, like, tuxedos I think about and, casinos like, and, and cards and dice bad guys and, and like rough and big tumble yeah characters. like big set pieces. I don't think about old people betting like a dollar on a bingo game, and I definitely don't think of like a raffle because I didn't realize that stuff was gambling too. Like what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I think the, the what's whole here's the thing. I, I think the the catch is. Theoretically, they are all the same because you are inputting money for the chance to, you know, win something, either more money or, you know, a jackpot or I guess like a thing. I think the the reason we don't think of it as gambling is because when we say gambling, for most of us, we think of it as being something that's very uh, like dangerous and enticing. And the truth of the matter is, is that it's it's just it's all kind of the same. It's doesn't have to be flashy and showy it's still gambling and just like you never hear it about anyone who like lost their life savings in bingo at least i haven't that might happen <laughs> but like you never hear that uh because quite frankly the stakes for bingo are super low it's just a fun social way for people to like you know chill out after 65 yeah. i assume well and you know importantly too for those um organizations to raise money while also building community mm-hmm. and i think that that's kind of where the line gets kind of blurry because you have these uh, like these organizations are like senior centers and churches and retirement homes and you know it's not like um the yakuza out (laughs) here going (laughs) you know oh 69 you know Oh, 69 like, oh, is the best. The best. It's the best bingo, bingo thing. <laughs> I'm always really excited when I get an O69 on my card. I think. Oh, 69! <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all excited for an 069. Um, so yeah, I, I think- I'm like, damn, was I like, when I was helping like host no. a bingo show, was I like committing a felony? Oh, yes. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, no, so it depends, right? So uh, there's a couple of, of ways that make bingo illegal. I think what we can do is we can talk about, first of all, like why bingo can be considered illegal. Like what Yeah, makes why it is illegal? bingo illegal? 
so it's it's state based, right? So states get to decide. Uh, I I will say this. I I need to start off by saying this. And I, I think I said this when we uh, right before we started. I need to start off by saying that I do not think that gambling is wrong in any of its aspects. That's where I want to start. I want to start with there is nothing wrong with gambling. Uh, so when I talk about legal versus illegal gambling, please know that I only mean if I say like, oh, that that's bad. I mean, bad and from the legal standpoint, as in, oh, no, <laughs> you're going to go to jail for this uh, or right. more like more likely pay a lot of money and do community service, which right. arguably worse. Um, so legal gambling uh, can be lotteries because that's something that state function. And there's usually like a law that's like carved out for oh, it. So they can do it. Well, yeah. Because, I mean, like, are you against raising money for schools and society? Because I'm not. I'm really not against it. I'm not going to be like, how dare they? The same thing for, like, states selling marijuana. I mean, like, yes. Can I take the high road and be like, how dare you prosecute all these black and brown people who did it? Of course I can. Do I want to be able to sell marijuana? Yes. So it's like, I'm willing to look past it if you look past me going to the future. Um, It's not a great trade-off. I know it's not. I understand that. I'm just saying this is where we are. But, yeah, so lotteries, uh, Scratch off stickers, uh, pull tabs, all that kind of gets covered under the state is allowed to do whatever the fuck they want. We can't really check them. Sure. Bingo is a different kind of place, though, because bingo isn't really ran by the state. Typically, it's ran by like a church or like by a nonprofit organization. And so what has happened is that there's been like a carve out for bingo. Specifically bingo. In many states, there's a carve out specifically for bingo. And the specific carve out, like in Alabama, for example, there are bingo parlors that exist. uh, And there are bingo parlors that have been carved out uh, in other red states. Uh, The example I'll give in this case will come from Oklahoma. And I want to go to this example because uh, it makes me giggle. In, In 1973 lawmakers legalized it for and this is me quoting an article from the Oklahoman in 1985 and lawmakers legalized it in 1973 to make modest incomes available for churches and civic organizations specifically bingo wow uh, and here's what they said so for, for for raising money essentially yeah cause like you know the church needs a roof right seniors senior citizen homes quite frankly can't afford to charge how much it actually costs to take care of senior citizens in many it's cases it's expensive to take it's care very, of people in their old age the last 20 years of your life are rough it is very expensive there's a lot of like there are there are a lot of things that if we had to pay the full price um there would be people who would not be able to afford to live in in, uh like an affordable living situation so essentially uh that's been carved out it's like carved out for for them what's happened is that the the law uh doesn't really specify like only churches can do this only senior citizens can do this it specifies specifically uh, in many cases like uh who can be involved so as long as uh like like for instance if i have a state-run facility right so if i I have a facility that's run by the state according to this carve out if i want to raise money for that facility i can 100 have bingo happen i just can't bring in a contractor and have them run bingo it has to be me as part of the state employee so in the case of oklahoma that's kind of how it works and in some states that that is actually how it works which is a little bit weird. Okay, so basically the person at the facility has to be contracted Not by contracted. the state. Not contracted. Can't be contracted. Or, or sorry, I'm Employed. Sorry. State employed. or church in this case. Yeah, state or church. I, state or church employee. Contracted, <laughs> I feel like, no. I feel like after employee, all of the, yes. um, after all of the like... <laughs> Bullshit I've dealt with with strip clubs that I should definitely know the difference between contractor and employee. <laughs> but I'm also uh, dyslexic. So. Oh no! Oh I no! Guess, I guess. Uh, this is no, why I'm not. Huh? This is why I'm just. Uh, this is why I have frown town and I'm not an actual lawyer because I would be in court <laughs> and I would try to say one thing and I would say the opposite because I, my brain would be thinking don't say that don't say that don't say that and I'd be like my client was there I mean they weren't ah. uh, is it hot in here I think, <laughs> I think you have a premise for a very interesting sitcom yeah. in your hands. the dyslexic lawyer <laughs> I can't get ahead in my law practice because I keep telling people that they're guilty um, so uh, therefore this is actually kind of interesting because something similar happened uh, that actually sparked all of this conversation. Uh, really? So it's someone that you know, right? Yeah. Yes. You want? Uh, yeah. Sylvia Ostafermore, a uh, local Seattle drag institution of her own uh, and herself, has for a very long time uh, been hosting Rainbow Bingo um, at 
I forget the name of the senior center. Uh, I should have that. Um, but, uh, I wait. I think I have it. It's it's the Mount Sai Senior Centers. And yeah, yeah, the Mount Sai Senior Centers. Yeah, because you know, you. old, old um, people need sparkles in their life too. Yeah, yeah. And um, I've I've actually worked one of those events. It was like the Christmas or holiday one. Um, and. Oh, it was so much fun. Um, <laughs> and it was like really like a, a hoot nanny with bingo at the center. And, you know, it was not just um, all these little old ladies. Um, it was people that were drag fans. It was it pulled in so many different types of people. Mm-hmm. And they were always like jam packed. And so was they this, really raised a lot of was money. Was this open to them. the public? Okay. Yes, but you had to buy tickets, which I I believe also caused some issue because supposedly you're not allowed to sell tickets in advance for bingo. It's supposed to be cash only and at the door, oh. no reservation. Yep. Wow. Which I'm also like, I see that now she's like doing bingo again. And I saw that there were tickets, and I'm like. Was there? Did you find a workaround, or am um I going to eventually lead to your second downfall? Oops, I so hope not. Um, <laughs> but you know, I I've I've had her permission to discuss uh, her case. <laughs> okay. So yeah, yeah. I, if if I, necessary, I, I, we will I go back if, and bleep all I mean, of this I mean, out. I assume I assume she's also advertising <laughs> the bingo publicly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. she's advertising the bingo publicly, and I think that you know she would have told me just don't mention this or that. Um, but like you know, she was always trying to do things as above board as possible but you know they um the gambling people the commission whatever um you know cracked down after two years of research and it's on one hand two you 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 took two years of information before you said anything to anyone whereas you most likely could have been like hey you're not supposed to be doing this. And people would have right. been like, oh, what do we need to do? Okay, cool. We'll fix it. But no, they were doing that, which leads me to believe, like, Scambler Board is really, like, searching for things. Because, right. like, the shadier stuff is, like, more dangerous and they want to get their <laughs> hands dirty with. Or, like, you know, like, I how if you're you know at an office job and you're like just waiting for five o'clock to hit and you're like i guess this is the project i'll work on <laughs> is that just like your project to work on for well, like two whole years it, to avoid doing something else it also seems to me kind of like how places like walmart and big companies will wait they'll wait and watch you shoplift until you've shoplifted enough where they can charge you with felony larceny instead Mm. of a smaller fee so they could have gone up and been like a slap on the wrist you know or hey you you, just so you know you're not doing this right because not not for nothing but these laws aren't exactly easy to parse you know they're not very clear Mm. so uh, and there's a lot to read through and i feel like they just maybe they wanted to make an example i don't know what do you think jay i I don't i don't agree here's the thing i think uh and if walmart is a a little bit different situation because uh this mindset for walmart has to exist uh but they both have a shared mindset walmart and the police in this in this conversation both have the same idea that you're gonna do the fucking wrong thing no matter what i do even if i come up and tell you hey this is the correct way to do it you're not going to do that thing and the mindset sort of makes sense because theoretically the law exists and you could have went and read the law and got a lawyer and figured out how to do it correctly but you didn't so the idea and, and this is by the way i don't share this mindset i know it sounds like i do i don't but the, I think the idea of the mindset is that if I come and I correct you, you'll just be like, oh, thank you so much. And then you'll just keep doing the wrong thing, but then like hide it better. It's, and, I, and I think that's and like in the case of Walmart, they're correct. Because if, if you tell me at Walmart, like, hey, we saw you take some shirts, you know, you're supposed to pay for them. Like, oh, my bad. I'll pay for those shirts. How did you catch me? Oh, y'all are good. And then the next time you're not going to get me because I'm, I'm going to I'm going to get out with this. I'm going to get out with the shit next time. And I think like in the case of this, I don't think that's the case because the implications from selling for walmart are really light in comparison to the implications for getting busted for running a gambling ring well did 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 she so did she have to pay fines or um great question i um, think i can answer that i believe that it was um people that worked at those centers 
um, had to pay fines. Oh no! So they charged the old folks home with fines. Yeah, yeah. they charged oh, the old no. individual old people. <laughs> oh no! Like three hundred bucks. Oh my god! Yeah. When they were just you know being like, I'm just volunteering. Wait, for, so the old you know, so the, the old people who lived in the old folks home who oh, here, were volunteering? I got, I got you. I got you. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> A volunteer treasurer, Dagmar Crone, 73, says she was left in tears when a state agent blamed her for running a legal illegal gambling operation and made her pay a $300 fine. No! That's horrible! <laughs> oh my god, that's... It's like which is, it's not funny, but it's old. also like, holy fuck, they were like, oh, you're 73? Well, guess what? And $300. It's also, it's also funny to me, too. It's like, she wasn't making any money off of this. She was literally well, okay. a volunteer. Uh, here's how much they made, just to give some context. The senior citizen had been, center had been raising $75,000 a year on Rainbow Bingo, selling nice. out $200 tickets. Yeah, but I mean, again, compares to what they need for a senior citizen. Senior citizen. Senior Senior center center. God, why can't I say that word? Compared to what they need. Senior center. I am struggling. <laughs> Thank <center>. you. <laughs> I'm gonna cut in you guys saying it. <laughs> it's, 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 it'll just be you saying it instead of me. Um, but because uh, th- that's for a senior center, that's not a ton of money. Uh, but they were raising about 2,500 per event. To your point, it was like a big community thing where it actually was kind of bringing people together. I think this is awesome. I don't understand why you felt the need to shut it down uh over what is very much just a technicality because like the answer to this was fine we'll sell tickets at the door right. and uh sylvia won't read out bingo numbers it's still the same fucking operation why is one yeah. legal and the other not over a technic fucking cality you spent two years over a technicality yep it just doesn't make sense yeah it all it's so it almost feels like I feel so bad for that little old woman. Yeah, it almost feels like those old people are having too much fucking fun. And yeah, like they just like it, that's what it feels like. They they were like, look at those old people and those drag queens having too well, much goddamn do you, fun. Do you it's, wonder it's just, it's, if the gambling irritating. like is the gambling commission like did they go after less gay stuff? That's I'm I'm ding 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 ding. Oh. Great like, question. I know we all liked we all like to think like it's yeah no. We don't. We don't like it's to think Washington. that at all. Washington, <laughs> but Washington is like more conservative. Once you get outside, you know places where um, people live. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say um, Capitol yeah, no, Hill. I just pretty much. I just spent uh, the last few days in Clay Ellum, so I'm like. Oh God! Huh. Ooh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you mean Clehelum? <laughs> uh, I mean, no offense, people that live there. You just, you know, there's a pun in the name of your town. Go for it. Um, but you know, I do wonder if um, homophobia played a role in choosing them as an example. If it was just because, or that it was like the most colorful. Like by taking down something that had such a large profile, that had such a um, large draw. Like if you were going to go after any bingo, then like you're going to go after the brightest, loudest bingo that there is. The biggest gambling ring. (laughs) I I disagree. And the the reason I disagree is that, again, if the idea is to stop harm, and we're we're looking for the most harmful illegal crime. I think bingo's not it. It's right. This, and to your point, but if they're gonna go after bingo, but then they're the, gonna go a, after the biggest, prettiest bingo. Even if I'm going after bingo, I'm looking for some shady goddamn backroom bingo. I'm not looking for. I'm looking for. Well, I'm talking. I'm talking bingo where like 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 motherfuckers are getting cut and killed and thrown out back and tossed well, into the Well, that's because you're a reasonable person. It's not Keno. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I'm looking for, for dangerous backroom bingo is what I'm looking for. <laughs> but I mean, like, what other what other things would they be no, going I, after aside from no, no, bingo? I, I agree. Like, what it's, gambling? It's, 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 I think it, it does have, like, I'm, I agree to the point where I'm willing to say, because uh, I, I feel like we're all dancing around this. I think this shit was motivated by homophobia, personally. Uh, I, I know that we have to, like, sprinkle allegedly in for the sake of... <laughs> For the sake of the show, so allegedly, yeah, I can't. I, I, I don't have. I don't have any evidence. I can't say that uh, beyond what is very much circumstantial evidence of 
hey, this is the only one that got busted and you spent two years on what is very much a technicality. And then after the first technicality, you came back for another one, which is some bullshit. So like, I mean, it's, it's, which, and to clarify that, so the first time they were like, hey, you can't read out the numbers. And they're like, all right, cool, we'll stop doing that. And then they came back and were like, hey, you can't sell tickets in advance. And it's like, all right, cool, we'll stop doing that too. And I assume maybe they'll come back again and be like, hey, new technicality. Uh, we don't know. You can't be in a building. Whatever. Like, it just, yeah. it feels driven by something beyond just we are trying to protect citizens. Because you're not. You're not protecting We're trying, anyone. No, Jay, you have to protect the vulnerable old people from the gays. From making money to live? <laughs> <laughs> from having a roof that doesn't leak but <laughs> also like think about like how much your neck would be on the line if you put two years of work into something at your job and got nothing yeah. out of it your boss would be really pissed at you so i could imagine with like oh crap we've been lo- we've been trying to find the like shady and maybe they thought there was something shadier going on right. and they spent <laughs> two years and were like oops what did we find um it kind of um, reminds um, me of when the seattle uh police department spent one year and a million taxpayer dollars looking and i'm putting quotes around here looking for human trafficking uh they spent a million dollars on lap dances and found zero (laughs) zero human trafficking victims they did find a lot of questions about their own lives and marriages but they didn't find any victims of human trafficking (laughs) just a lot of questions about what they were doing with their lives Yeah, it's just like maybe maybe these maybe these gambling people, maybe they just like didn't want to admit that they really enjoyed going to drag shows, so they had to make it into a project. Goddamn like, years. I don't really <laughs> like going to drag shows. I'm just undercover. It's just it's two years. <laughs> I'm DL of, at this drag show. <laughs> and like the only thing that you uncover is Sylvia can't read the bingo numbers out loud. Like I've I've not I'm not a police detective. I've only seen Law and Order, but I've never seen the episode of Law and Order. They're like, all right, we busted this case wide open. Quick, go again. Yeah, and they just burst into a room with someone <laughs> reading bingo balls out loud. Like, ah, oh, we got you, motherfucker. We got you. I don't, I've never seen that episode. And I don't think it exists. I don't think this is not the bust. This is, you can't put this in the paper. And well, I guess you can because it's in the paper, but like, you can't put this in the and paper and be proud like, of it. And then, and then you have like Ice T who's like, ain't going to be no more 069 and in this joint. Or something like that. <laughs> you telling me that she reads balls out loud and that's a felony? It's like, yeah, yeah, I see it's a felony. Can you believe that? No. Well, <laughs> what state are we in? Well, then maybe you should have read the laws before you did bingo. <laughs> <laughs> kung kung. <laughs> and with that. We actually have to go to break. Uh, when we come back, we will talk about uh, the laws themselves that are putting old people in jail and giving them fines. We'll be back. <laughs> laws! 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 That's right. It's time for Laws. Uh, welcome back to Frown Town. Uh, yeah, we're welcome joined... to the frowning part. No, I feel like the last... Oh, wait. So, wait, wait. You didn't frown at a 73-year-old having to get a pay $300 for gambling? I did frown at that part, but I feel like I always frown a little bit more. The happy part we... was old people got fined and a community event was shut down by the government. <laughs> That was the happy part of the show. Welcome to the not happy, happy part. I'm just saying we're going to frown even more because we're going to have to actually yeah, read these laws. Comparatively now. happy, like, like relatively happy. Sure. Right? Sure. Like, Rated on a and curve. Yes. We've got our guest, Emperor Fabulous, here. Um, but, which, by the way, Emperor, how, how has this been uh, as an experience for you? I always want to ask guests this, uh, but I never I never remember to, <laughs> typically. Oh, has, has this been enjoyable for you? Has this been a good time? Uh, so far, I mean, okay. it's not over. You you know. Nice. So, <laughs> I, I like that as a response. You, you've no, got some good. time to screw this up still. I yeah. love um, that yeah. as a response. But so far, so good. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good response. It's uh, it's, it's like, yeah, no, you can still you can still fuck up. Don't worry. But <laughs> it's so far, so good. I like that. I I prefer that as a response. That's actually the response uh, when I was like, hey, when I asked my wife to marry me, she was like, mm, you can still ruin it, but okay. <laughs> that was the response I got. <laughs> um, 
let's uh let's dive into why uh gambling is illegal or i guess more to the point let's dive into the law that affects uh bingo the most in the united states and to do that we kind of have to start uh with the wire act so the wire act uh started in 1961 it was uh bobby kennedy who at the time was the attorney general wanted to crack down on organized crime right so his idea was this how do you stop organized crime? You stop the money, right? It's okay. so like, uh, and this should feel really familiar, V, because uh, you remember, oh my God, I just blanked on the act. Remember the one where uh, Joe Johnson was like, I'm married to a white lady. He took her to another state and they're like, hey, hold up. That's that's sex trafficking. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's- What um, act was that? Is that the man act? The man act. Right. So That's the, the man, man act, act. The I, I always every time you say that you make me think man aids and I uh, anyway <laughs> so the, <laughs> the the man act was really predicated on this idea of like interstate commerce right so like traveling yeah. across state lines so the wire act uh, actually kind of focuses on that as well it's the transmission of interstate wagers uh, by means of wire so at the time you could wire money from place to place uh, and if you wired a bet or you transmit transmitted a wager via the wire it was made illegal by the wire act in 1961 uh the full phrase oh go ahead is is this why it's the selling tickets in advance because you're sending money over a i have no real clue about why (laughs) i i truly i truly don't know i think that and so the weird part about this is that this is the federal act itself uh a lot of the a lot of a a lot of the prosecution as we work our way down through this we're going to get to a point where we'll understand this but a lot of the prosecution that happens right now currently is on under state law and it's just whatever the state was like yo this is what we want this is what we decided you can do and can't do so in in many cases for that it might have been like how can we make sure that we're not just giving people like carte blanche to just run bingo parlors and make tons of money and succeed at capitalism. I don't know. Right. That that's what that's what it, I mean. That's what the law is is basically was was for. So like, oh well, state employees, church employees, and they they started doing like, and you can't sell tickets in advance. And it was just all just trying to handicap your ability to make like large gobs of money with it because I mean it's gambling, and they're like, well, we don't. Again, we we don't want people to to, to succeed. At capitalism, that's not what we do here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's the full text that is applicable to the Wire Act. It is whoever being engaged in the business of betting or wagering knowingly uses a wire communication facility for the transmission in interstate or foreign commerce of bets or wagers or information assisting in the placing of bets or wagers on any sporting event or contest or for the transmission of a wire communication which entitles the recipient to receive money or credit as a result of bets or wagers or for information assisting in the placing of bets or wagers shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than two years or both so two years just two years Wait, is that two no. years and that's a lot or two years and that's too little? What what are we what's the what's any, the feeling there? Any prison is a lot. Okay, just couldn't <laughs> tell. Just, two years felt light for me for this. I was like, word, I bet and I go to prison for two years? Dope. Like I, I would take those odds. I'm sure they'll find other stuff to get you with. But two years is a light that's that's a light uh, bid. Like, I'm sorry, that's it's, <laughs> it's, is anybody else thinking what I'm thinking here, which you wouldn't know until I put what I'm thinking outside <laughs> of my mouth, which I'm going to do now. So they make this act as a way to like cut off the funding for organized crime yep. because gambling is the only way that organized crime was being funded? <laughs> like, what? Okay. I don't know why they focus so much on gambling that's a really good point I, th- I think some of it might be because like uh previous to this the way that they caught organized crime and I'm, I'm doing air quotes and i realized this is a, not a visual medium but the way that uh organized criminals specifically like the most popular one uh al capone was caught was primarily by bookkeeping like they could never right. really pin them to crime because after you get to a certain point after an organization gets big enough like you can rico act them but then like with even with the rico act you can only catch so many and pin so much on them this gives you one more thing that you can pin on them and kind of build this case to take down the full organization so like and, and okay. i, I want to do an episode about the rico act because two rappers just got him put, put in jail yeah we really uh, need to do an Young episode about the rico just act. got put in jail about uh, for it and the rico act is is wild but the idea being this was to help them add one more thing to the arsenal to take down organized crime. I don't think but they were now, like, so now this when will you be say what Rico does it. Acts, I'm just picturing the Rico Act being applied to like old people. 
Yeah. Oh, people. Which going like to jail. shaking a seventy-three-year-old? Who are you working for? <laughs> Where's the money? You think that three hundred dollar fine was bad? Wait till you go well, to jail for two years. This is the thing, Jay, and I, I, I apologize for interrupting um your explanation of the law, but like there have been like you know we talked about the the drag queen bingo the rainbow bingo but there are you know police in la like this was in 2019 busting a 25 cent bingo game in a senior community like yep they're shutting down 25 cent bingo that's not which by the way how much money can you really make from quarters Listen, I know that you don't want to hear this, V, and you're not going to agree with me, but even 25 cents of crime counts. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. So here's here's the thing. You're right. You are 100% right. Uh, this was not the intent of the act. We weren't meant to rough up senior citizens just trying to like, you know, make a little <laughs> bit of money. The the idea, and in fact, the, again, the idea was to target sports bookmakers who were a stream of revenue for organized crime. And for a long time, the Department of Justice did that. They were like, yo, I'm looking for bookies. You know, they were trying to they were trying to find an inroad to find bookies. Hey, you seen a guy out. with a leather coat around here? Yeah, I don't. I don't that's know why. They really just always picture reference. a bookie that's a, in a real leather specific jacket. reference. Do, do you owe someone a lot of money who has a leather jacket? <laughs> if your bookie has expensive clothing, you should not. You should leave that bookie alone. That bookie's not good. You need you need a bookie who's who's broken, hungry, who looks like he has no money. Um, okay, uh, so here's what happened uh, in the 1990s. Uh, in fact, I'm just going to read this verbatim. For many years after the enactment in 1961, the Department of Justice took the view that the statute's express reference to bets or wagers on any sporting event or contest meant that the statute prohibited only interstate bets or wagers on sporting events and not on other types of interstate gambling. Oh. Yep. Uh, in fact, in the 1990s, uh, the department had certain representatives who testified before Congress in hearings that that was the case, that they only thought they thought it was sporting book or excuse me, sporting event or sporting contest. That's how they understood it. So as long as it was non-sports related, you could do that. It was fine. In the early 2000s, here's what happened. Uh, the de- department began to take the position in informal letters to gaming commissions and state lottery operators that interstate transmissions of non-sport wagers would also violate the wire acts that happened in the early 2000s the change in position prompted new york and illinois both of whom had lotteries that relied on interstate wire facilities to go to the department in 2009 to ask for clarification as to the scope of the wire act which led to 2011 the office of legal counsel issued an opinion their opinion concluded that the wire acts prohibitions with respect to the interstate transmission of bets and wagers apply only to those bets and wagers involving sporting events meaning that the sales of lottery tickets online were not covered by the statute. Ah. So you would think like, okay, cool. Thank you very much, Office of Legal Opinion. We're done here, right? Uh No. So what happened Uh is- Laws. (laughs) Laws. Uh, So the states were like, (laughs) dope. We can take our lottery systems online. This is going to be so much more cost effective for us. This is going to make us so much more money. We can build so many more schools and so many more programs to help people. Socialism. And then the government in 2018 was like, hold up. Uh, no, they reversed their opinion. It was under Trump's administration, just in case you're keeping count. Trump's administration argued that the Wire Act does extend beyond sports betting. And they issued an opinion in late 2018 that concluded that the statute's limiting language on any sporting event or contest applied only to the transmission of information assisting in the placing of bets and wagers and not to the transmission of bets or wagers themselves or to the transmission of information regarding payment on a pet or wager. Does that make sense? So it's the transmission of information, not the transmission of the money. Oh. Whoa. So That sounds like Bitcoin, uh, bruh. Yeah. It's, a, it's, the trans, it's the information, not the money. And it's that's like the so your office so your office betting pool on who's gonna win drag race totally legal because that's like cash right yeah, no so it, it's it's the it's the internet so it's the interstate transmission so if your office pool is all oh. within one state theoretically like your your servers but are in the same state use- but isn't that inter- isn't the information being transmitted from out of state? so oh, here's, if you're here's using the thing. like Slack or some sort of <laughs> <laughs> right. This is where it gets messy. So like uh if you're using like let's say that your your team uh uses a solution that is on premises where like everything's a server that's in your state, does not leave your state. That's not interstate right. commerce and interstate trans information, and you're probably okay. If you have a team that's widespread across the globe and you all have a pool, a virtual office pool, if you will, air quote, air quote, for everyone to kick in money and they're all across the United States, bigger problem. 
more likely mm-hmm. illegal. And also, by the way, yeah. like a lot of those things are illegal anyway, because like uh, there's also a thing called like a tontine, uh, which I know about because of Archer, which is essentially just uh, it's like a a pool of money that everyone kicks into, like a death death pool. Yeah. Um, and those are illegal as well. But I think the death part of it is what makes that illegal, right? <laughs> I don't think it's the yeah, gambling; it's just the death the, part. Yeah, the last person to die gets the money, right? Yeah. So it just encourages you to kill everyone. <laughs> I think that's I think that's the part that makes it illegal. I'm not sure. It feels like that's the part we're against uh but long story short uh there's there's one last thing that happened and i I need to make sure i cover this uh so in 2018 their opinion called into question the legality of state lotteries that sold tickets online and even those that simply use the internet to facilitate their operations they expressly acknowledged that uh those who relied on the 2011 opinion including the states that began selling lottery tickets via the internet after its its, its issuance they've acknowledged they've had they they did it based upon their opinion but they were like you're still shit out of luck essentially oh oh there's more so uh gibson dunn filed a lawsuit in the U.S. District Court for the District of New Hampshire on behalf of Neil Pollard Interactive LLC, arguing that the 2011 opinion was contrary to law and seeking declaratory relief. Neil Pollard and Pollard joined their lawsuit with one filed the same day by the New Hampshire Lottery Commission seeking that same relief. Uh, the department opposed the lawsuit because this is Trump's department, remember? So they were like, lawsuit? Oh. Yes! And so they got into it. In 2019, Judge Paul J. Barbaro, oh God, Barbadoro, sorry, I did not read his <laughs> name ahead of time. Paul J. Barbadoro, I apologize, uh, Paul Barbadoro, Judge Barbadoro, <laughs> Uh, expedited the proceedings and then he held that the 2011 opinion was correct in holding the Wire Act is limited in all respects to bets and wagers placed on sporting events. He declared the 2018 opinion wrong and you would think they'd be done, but no, they appealed to the first court. So then they go to the first court in 2021. The first court affirmed the 2019 uh, holding that 2011's opinion was correct. And that is where we are right now. In 2021, we decided that it is sports gambling that you cannot transmit information about not non-legal gambling, which means that now uh, you can have gambling in the states, but it's according to your state. Okay, so states. And that is the long walk to the federal understanding of bingo. Yeah. Laws. A lot of them. You know what? I'm curious about, you know, so they made this example of this one, uh, uh, Rainbow Bingo in Seattle. Yep. Now, as a performer who is also doing raffles and stuff, like how how did that affect you as a producer? Theoretically, (laughs) (laughs) theoretically, I wouldn't have done anything. Sure. I haven't produced a show that had raffle aspects in it um, since, what was that, 2017? Mm. 17, yeah. Um, but we had a raffle um, and a door prize for every for every one of those. And I think that um, our thinking um, was like door prize prize is free to enter so any um like there's no cost aside from giving us your email so we can put you on a mailing list (laughs) but i mean i had a couple of things to say if anyone ever questioned us sure but i mean generally the kind of words been you know if you offer tickets and say that um you know, you can have tickets, donations are accepted. Right. Then that's the easiest way to get around that because, you know, someone's most likely not going to be like, oh yeah, well then I would like 50 tickets for free, thank you. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, kind of hope people have honor. (laughs) Um, Did you, did you... did you investigate going like the route of just actually getting licensed for gambling? Is that something that you looked into? Hell no, because it was the raffle was like a part of the show that like helped us not lose as much money right. producing. Yeah. Right. It wasn't like um it wasn't like a major money maker. It was something that helped cover the costs of the show a little bit. Yeah. Um, and honestly, there's it's such a freaking pain 
getting stuff to raffle off anyway <laughs> that like is sometimes just not even worth the trouble like being like okay i guess i'm gonna go to like archie mcphee and buy <laughs> hopefully the cheapest crap that someone will actually want or i have to court sponsors to get something that someone would actually want right um free swag and i mean there are people that like they do their raffles damn good that's like oh my god i want that package um my raffles were more like here's something that's like thematic to what the show was this month right because that's what we were able to like yeah. pull together still like a fun memento with our budget yeah. And, yeah i like that you know i always i always thought that our raffles and our vip bags were like cute and on point for that month but i know that you know there are other shows that like they like have actual good raffle prices where people would actually want to buy more tickets. Yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely a lot of shows where it's like they'll specifically solicit uh, donations from like you know vibrator, like like mm-hmm. there was some shows doing like Lilo toys and stuff like that. <laughs> like good, like, like good yeah, vibrators, like not that free vibrator. bullet they'll give everyone. <laughs> you know, so like oh great, my seventh pocket vibrator. Ooh. I <laughs> so am... many of those. So I, I, I got curious about this when we started talking about a license for gambling and I was wondering if like what the process was for it. And so I started trying to Google like how difficult it was and how much it cost. Uh, and by the way, no one is on the internet like this is impossible, which I, I feel like you're not allowed to do that. I, I, I feel like I honestly feel like like the way that you can tell if something is difficult, if, if there's like people who are like pay us money and we'll do it for you. That's how right. I gauge difficulty. Uh, <laughs> there's a couple of those sites for this. But but it looks like it's just forms and then like you have to submit to a background check that takes Ugh. 60 to 90 days yeah that's not great for a lot of people i don't like <laughs> um, that yeah yeah for most of us uh we, we wouldn't be into that but you can actually <laughs> like it's interesting there are individual licenses and there's commercial business licenses and then there are charitable non-profit organization licenses specifically for bingo games raffles and enhanced raffles and i i wonder uh because you know we live in washington it's worth noting that in this case then you would actually have the opportunity to like be able to obtain licensing to avoid this i don't know how much it would cost you though and they're not being upfront with the costs there's not like they're like and send us this much money and like you can't like i i mean obviously i I could probably dig a little deeper and maybe find it but it's it's not something that's like super easy to find so it's thousands yeah the the commercial licenses are like four hundred thousand, and like uh it starts at like a hundred thousand for the commercial that's awful because you're like it's like i'm starting a land-based casino here's what my licensing would be it's like a hundred thousand it's really high. I mean, it, I guess the the theoretical thought is like if you're starting a land based casino, you're like you're you have the money, right? I guess yeah. I don't know. No one starts a land based casino for like twenty bucks. Um, I guess the the only other thing I I want to kind of talk about while we have the time is uh like how do we do this right? <laughs> so like if 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 we want bingo to exist, what's the right way? To, is is the right way to just be like? Fuck it, everybody gamble all the time. Like you can do whatever you want, anywhere you want. Like just let's just do. Is is that the right way? Is there a way? Like is there a a need to carve out like a lane for for this particular form of gambling, or should we just be legalizing everything? What do you feel is like the right way to deal with this? Hmm. I mean, I have no idea. I feel like there's got to be exceptions if you're going to keep it, you know, illegal or whatever. But I don't see why. I was reading an article about it and it was about about a bunch of old people being arrested for 25 cent gambling. And like at the end of the article, the last <laughs> sentence was something about this woman who inherited 50, 50 million dollars when her husband died and gambled it all away. And it was completely unrelated to the story, except that she was an old woman who was gambling. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure you can't gamble $50 million by playing bingo. Well, it's, it's a weird place to try to protect people, right? Because like, like we mentioned at the top of the show, like there's a lot of other things that do damage to American citizens that we don't have protective guidelines in place for, or at least not guidelines as restrictive as this. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's like they're getting rid of menthol cigarettes, which by the way, I feel like that's racist, but they're getting rid of, it. They're getting rid Wait, of menthol really cigarettes. Wait, they're really getting rid of them? 
Yeah, they're trying to ban them. Yeah. It's, wow. it, it happens every it happens every four I years. I know they're, they're like, trying, but I hope yeah, they don't. Every four years, they're like, menthol cigarettes are killing children and not making <laughs> black people happy all over America. Um, but no, I, it's, it's, it's honestly, it, it falls, I think, in that category of at what point does the government need to step in and protect citizens? And then if, if we are going to draw that line, why don't we draw it everywhere, right? Well, I think that... Some of the laws, like, you can't completely outlaw gambling, right? And you can't, um, they don't want to have it just completely willy-nilly because, in theory, then you'll have gambling freaking everywhere, anywhere. And for people that have a gambling problem, that they're yeah. just, right, like, gonna go apeshit, right? Um and that that it will be like this like cultural sore whereas keeping it into certain places makes it like a more contained thing makes it more of like an event makes it more of a special thing um whereas you know like you know like you can't drink on the street everywhere but i think it it's almost like it feels like uh try to compress the spring right so like if you compress the screen you push it down there's always that constant pressure to try to push back against the the compression but if you stop trying to compress the spring it only goes so far and then it stops i think in our minds we think gambling will ruin people's lives because we do paint it as a thing that is an event it is a thing where it's like oh you get to go out and gamble and it's exciting and it's fun and because we paint it as something something that is fun and exciting it becomes more enticing for people i think that to become addicted to it i think if it is something that is commonplace if we have reasonable conversations with about it with our children at a young age and exp- you know has something that's part of, of something that maybe family does together and they, they it's a healthy attitude towards it as opposed to watch us throw all our money away well, i think I, in that context there's, there's always going to be some people who are going to who, who are going to fall well, by the uh, wayside if you want i'm not saying sure. like let's just forget those people but i'm saying i don't think that this level of damage and harm that we're doing is worth it in the long run it it feels like we're causing more harm to prevent harm when in all honesty that harm was going to happen nothing we could do is going to stop that but i think i'd rather have people that have a gambling problem be losing their money to something that was regulated than to be losing their money to like mobsters because whether or not whether or not um, it's regulated or not regulated. Like if it were yeah. completely chaos. unregulated, then yeah, chaos people and that I are that. shady yeah. are going to so be I, I want, like, So that the it. game's fair. Like if I, if I, or at least fair enough, right? Like the cars I mean, aren't it's rigged. Similar to how the you dice know, alcohol yeah. is regulated, so that you're not drinking uh, poison. <laughs> right. I mean, it is still poison, but you know, like <laughs> not the kind more... that'll kill you fast. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Or, right, right, you know, right. no one's right. going to break your legs if you drink too much alcohol. I'm not saying let's let's just make this uh, a free-for-all where, like, now, you know, if you got a dead man's hand, it's a for real dead man's hand. But I, I do want it to be, le- like, I feel like this level of restriction is causing more harm than good. And I feel like there there is a happy medium somewhere. Yeah. Well, and you can have, mm-hmm. you can take some yeah. of the uh, money that you spend. But I don't on, know where You know. Is doing a fucking sting on an old folks home you can spend that money on counseling centers holy crap i forgot they pay for those they pay for yeah. two years of a sting oh my god yeah like not you they can i'm spend sorry that money, we we paid for that we paid for it you can you can spend that money on you know counseling centers for people who do have problems for gambling and yeah. that would probably help i mean like but yeah we're not that progressive about mental health we're not well, okay I want to address an earlier point okay. where you're like, oh, well, you know, families and healthy experiences. Like, I come from a family that freaking loves yeah. gambling. Like, they gamble with each other. All, the, like, every family um, yeah. gets together would be like, Pinochle, yeah. not yeah. poker, but like other games, like small bets. And they loved going to casinos and, like, tried to get me and my brother. <laughs> oh like, my God. We had a slot machine in our house. It was a nickel slot, but it was a slot machine. Like, that's how ingrained this was into, like, our family. And, um, like, my parents tried to, like, get me into it so much. And I was like, I just rather play video games. It's never really interested me. And it, and I have had like other addiction issues. And it's just like, uh, you know about my other addiction issues. You still want me to become a gambler. This is ridiculous. Um, but my, as much as they really like enjoyed that and found it like a special fun event to 
even to the point where like it was still a fun thing like <laughs> you know go downstairs and play with the slot machine yeah none of them had problem with it like they knew when to stop and were in a financial situation It'd where okay. they could yeah. have a wager and lose it and not be screwed and it's like not everyone has that situation but a lot of you're there. You're so close. Oh a lot of a, a lot of families. I had a point where don't have those ran away with it. I feel like that's where we're headed. Yeah, you're so like close. People don't have people don't have a good example. Yeah. Well, no, not necessarily. Like I, I guess what I'm trying to say, this is this my that experience has like shaped my view. These two combinations have like shaped my view of gambling. <laughs> and okay. I, edit. So cut. Edit. <laughs> Uh, I'm just yeah. going to yell that and then not have it happen because that's okay. how podcasts uh, work. There's right? one last thing I want to say and then we have to wrap. Uh, so the, the last thing I will wrap on is I don't I don't know if there is a I don't know what the answer is here. I think the 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 better part of this is is we have to figure out a balance between uh, freedom and then also making sure that like society isn't ruining your life. Correct. So I feel like there's there's a way for us to be able to have freedoms to enjoy like certain entertainments. Well, and, and there diversions. are people. There are people, yeah, like you said, who you gotta balance it to where people can't use the laws of gambling to like be predatory towards other people. Right. Like, it's it's just gotta be entertainment. Right. I think it, it needs to be. Uh, there needs to be a way to make sure that it is a safe entertainment for everyone. Um, I like the idea of having actual, uh, you know, parts of the product. I think it's something that actually does happen because right now, every time I watch uh, an NBA uh, commercial and they're like, "You can bet on the NBA," they're like, "But if you have a problem, <laughs> you can call this number." <laughs> and they do that every time. And I think that's because it's part of like the the legal requirement, and they pay for it. And I I think right. that is, or it may not even be legally required. It may just be something that they're doing to be like, "Hey, we're." comfortable like this is how we're going to address betting yes you can bet on this but we also want to make sure you have help i think there is a a lane there where we can find uh, a happy medium I, I feel like it's worth looking for though just so that we don't uh, prosecute any more old people um for, <laughs> thank you for being on the show can you tell people if, if they want to find you how they can find you on social media uh, if they want to come see you perform uh, where they can come see you perform. <laughs> uh, you can't come see me perform anywhere right now. Yay! I'm very slowly dipping my toe back in. Um, like I okay. uh, emceed the Seattle Erotic Arts Festival oh, uh, at wow. the end of last month. That? And that was like my first gig back. So y'all can hire me to emcee your events or sing or strip at your... Th- thing yeah i guess I, okay i mean don't follow my face <laughs> that is fair I, I wasn't gonna i guess you could follow my instagram uh at emperor e-m-p-e-r-o-a-r fabulous i don't post super much on there but i will post when i have shows and um occasionally i'll post a cute outfit nice. <laughs> yeah excellent uh i don't have anything really all that special coming up I aside will from put a telling people the they can hire me now and yeah if you want to hire doing things for, again you can do that yes, now if it's available for hiring yes give emperor the money uh v if yeah. people want to reach out to you uh via social media and talk about all their legal gambling exploits where can they do it listen everything you say to me is alleged in my mind so (laughs) that's just allegedly all in your mind (laughs) um you can find me on tiktok you can find me on twitter and you can find me on instagram at v chatty that's v-e-e-c-h-a-t-t-i-e and you know check out pictures of my dog yeah he's real cute rocco very cute (laughs) Super, super cute, Rocco. Uh, you can find the show and Show-Q. you can find me. Uh, the show is at Frowntown Pod on Instagram and on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter, on Instagram at adjective underscore J. I actually do have shows coming up. The only one that I'm going to spend time plugging, though, is the show that's happening on May 26th. It is the only all black comedy showcase in Seattle. I'm going for the only. So, like, every time I say that, Vanessa, the other producer, is like, I don't think we're the only one. I'm like, I'm going to say it is until someone checks me. <laughs> So until someone's like, no, you're not. I'm like, now nah, we're the only and one. Wait, we're the only the next, one. When is the next one? It is on May 26th, which is uh, a week <coughs> and a half. And it's not from sold now. out yet. Uh, we're halfway there. All right. I'm yeah. Be so there. it's yeah, it's moving pretty quick. Um, but yeah, come to that show. It'll be a lot of fun. 
Hey, the last thing I want to tell you is thank you for listening to the show. This has been fantastic. Uh, thank you, Emperor. Yeah, thank you, Emperor, for being on the show. This has been great. Yeah, this is Thanks no. This for this having is, me. <laughs> Laws. This has been wonderful. I hope you come back. I 100% hope you come back. I'm gonna do the thing where I'm like, I'm inviting you to come back now. And we'll work out the details, but I am inviting you back now. So yeah, Yay. you're coming back. Thanks everybody for listening. Please rate us uh, five star okay. reviews. You know I'm a five star podcast. Don't give me that weak four star shit. You know what I'm talking about. Five star review. That is what I am. I'm a five star podcast. Correct? V. We, we are a five it. star pack. No, we not we love stars. it. We are five star podcast. I'm speaking into the world. My therapist told me to do it, and gosh damn it, I'm gonna do it. Um, we <laughs> thank love you therapy. So much. It's a great thing. Uh, that's it. Enjoy Fcon. Mm-hmm.